What's up, everybody? Lex here, along with Lee, and this is a special 11th anniversary pre-show. The show is this Saturday, and uh, it's going to be live from Chicago Ridge, Illinois. Before we get to all that, Lee, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we are going to have a full rundown of the card, of course, and then we're going to... Um, I, we've been talking, actually. <laughs> so weird to ask you how you're doing, because we've been talking for like an hour or so, or whatever it is. Oh, got uh, a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to put... I'm going to cut some of that up and uh, and stick it on the end of this and kind of give you a little bit extra, since we haven't had an episode in quite some time. Uh, hopefully we're going to get to a full episode of Ringside Report uh, soon, uh, talking about 11th anniversary show. Um... First and foremost, going into this, you know, we've we've had hype for other pay-per-views. What what level is the hype for the of this pay-per-view for you, at least? Um, it's weird because I got a lot of stuff going on in my life right now, and I really haven't been been faithful to watching wrestling at ROH really as much as I like. Um, when I look at the card, they're definitely all matches that I want to see. So, you know, uh, when I think about it, the hype is there. It's just the fact of when I actually get a chance to think about it, and um. You know that's not ROH's problem. They've been doing a great top job advertising. It's just just my you know, yeah, just me not being connected. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for this, but I'm not like, oh my god, I like I like, I, I, I can't wait to see pay per view wrestling again. It's gonna be fun. I'm probably gonna get some pizza tomorrow and just fucking kick back and and enjoy it all. But at the same time, it's like it, this isn't final battle or anything like that. And it, which Probably because it's been so long. I mean, right. December, you know. Yeah, and, and and by the way, you know, the hype for final battle was up there, but this might be an actual better event than final battle because final battle wasn't very strong. It wasn't a very strong event. It was okay. It was good, but um, you know, Glory by Honor I think was my favorite pay per view of last year. Yeah. And um, this pay per view starts out with a match that I think we've seen quite a bit. And that was a big, uh, that was like the big theme of last year was, oh, we've seen this match, we've seen this match, we've seen this match. Scum versus uh, Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander. And this is a grudge match. So uh, obviously they've wrestled before. Uh, I, I think they wrestled at Death Before Dishonor. And I don't remember the match being very good. Uh, what do you think? Do you think this time around it will be a, a bit better? Uh, Carino's promise that there's going to be new members of Scum coming to this event do you think this is the match or are they going to save that to the end um I, i'm it's hard to say right um you know as long as the ending i don't want to see the ending result in a, in a disqualification i, I want to see a clear-cut winner mm-hmm. um and if there is any one that comes at the end i'd rather them come after the winner you know whoever wins you know whoever the winner is their hand is raised or whatever um i guess it's probably better for them just to go ahead and come in this match uh I'm not a big fan of Carino and and uh, Jacobs as a in tag team. I, I don't know. I just I just feel like Carino's better at the table and he's better uh, as in a manager. He's better on the mic. I'm just not a big Definitely. fan of seeing him wrestling. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind his I don't mind his wrestling ability or what. He kind of he does have this very uh, methodic like he doesn't move with a whole lot of grace. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, he uh, doesn't. He <laughs> does, and I, I've seen matches in it that have. I just put it this way: I've seen matches he's been a part of last year that just weren't the best. Right. And yeah. um, I guess like, you know, to to be in an organization where you're seeing so much stuff that's just on point, it stands out when when you're not on point. I like. And I his, guess that's what it is. I like his style. I think it fits with his um, 
you know, with his body type now. Uh, you know, he's got that very um, old school Japan style that you would see. Uh, I just don't think he can keep up, though. You know, I mean, probably I... not. You, you put him in a ring with, and that's the thing. Like, he's probably, I think he's the same age as Caprice Coleman is or something. He's pretty close to that. And uh, Coleman's such such a better no, athlete. he's got to be older. He might be like okay. Coleman is like thirty six right now, I think. Coleman Coleman's my age. He's thirty four. Is he? I thought yeah, he was older. Thirty four. Okay, Mm-mm, he's ten years older than uh, he's he's about he's uh, nine or ten years older than uh, Cedric, and Cedric just turned twenty five, I believe. Okay, well then I think Carino's maybe like five years older. Oh, I'm me. sorry, Cedric. Uh, uh Cedric's twenty three. Um. Carino Haas is thirty eight. Yeah. So do you think Carino's older than that? I think he's on the same. I don't think he's older than that. I, I While think you're he's talking, I'll look it up. But I will say this: thirty seven. I mean, I can't. I can't give him a break because you got somebody like Charlie Haas who can go. Right, but I, I mean, like age. My point is, age doesn't really. It doesn't really matter because Bobby Fish is thirty eight years old. So you know, these guys, Coleman, Bobby Fish. Charlie Haas, they're all in great shape. Carino's just not in great shape. And he cut a promo about that, about how fans are calling him fat and how he doesn't have anything anymore. And this and but that. it's every other time you see him. Like, you see him one day, and he's in shape, and he's, his <laughs> hair's dyed blonde. And then you see him a month later, and he's fat, and he cut his hair short. Yeah. Then you see him a month later, and he's got a mustache, and he's he's, he's built again. And it's, I mean, he's like a, a what are those things you call in, 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 in your video games? A, a, where you change their <laughs> like oh god um just like downloadable content or something like which one are you gonna get this time <laughs> we need we need carino downloadable content for the ring of honor game when it comes out oh, i can't i hope they i hope they make a fucking game for that it better be good that's that's the thing like it, i'm at the point where you know what i will buy a system if they come out with a game for ring of honor but <laughs> <laughs> but it has to be a good game like yeah i'd rather them have no game than than to have a, a poor game, a piss-poor yeah. game. I don't want a piss-poor game. As, as long as it's fun, you know, if I'm the player or whatever. I don't mind too bad. Like, the TNA Impact game, like, that caught a lot of flack, but it still it still had its fun because the Ultimate X shit. And I mean, they they have a unique opportunity to do something with the Ring of Honor game. Like, uh, you know, because Ring of Honor is, it's, it's almost been criticized as video game wrestling, you know? We're just doing a whole bunch of crazy shit for no reason with no rings. Only people that say that are people that don't watch Ring of Honor. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we talked about that earlier, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Carino and uh, Jacobs might have a new partner. If they do have someone new coming to Scum, who's your pick? Was it somebody inside, somebody outside of Ring of Honor? What was the best case scenario for this? It was somebody inside. As much as I can't stand Matt Hardy, I think he would be a fit. Yeah, you mentioned that on the page. That's that's that would be interesting. That Hardy and Steen working together. It's almost like I'm a, I'm expecting Steen to turn face real soon. I, See, that won't make sense to me. That's just like the reason why that won't make sense is because Scum is Scum because of him. I mean, Scum's not gonna. It's not one of those groups where he leaves and then they can still survive. If he leaves, no one could give a damn about Scum. I well, wouldn't either. I mean, I, I I personally wouldn't like. You don't. Okay, Scum has the tag team champions and they got. The, I mean, they had the tag team champions and uh, uh, Steen's the, the world champion. But 
if he leaves, what, what's the highest belt they're going to get? What are they, they going to get? They're going to get the TV champ, TV title. There's no way they, any of those guys are going to get that. But I think the, you know, I, I think the story can continue though, because it's it's a matter of, and I think they set it up pretty nicely at this last TV tapings because Steen, you know, he's trying to help Lethal up. He's cutting the promo about how. Um, about how he wanted to kill Ring of Honor because of Jim Cornette, but now that Jim Cornette's out, he doesn't want to kill Ring of Honor and this and that. He loves the belt. That's he, all bullshit. He but, don't, I don't. I don't buy that. But that's the thing, though. They could continue on with that, and it's like you know, scenes like okay, we 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 accomplished our mission. Let's drop it. And Carino and Jacobs don't want to drop it. They want to keep killing Ring of Honor, and so you have this thing where you know, Steam. But who though, Lex? I mean, who do, do you want to see? I don't want to see Steen fight Jacobs or Carino again. I, I, my pick would be Charlie Haas. No, uh, Charlie Haas is not going to be part of it because Charlie Haas and Roddy are going to be a tag team. What? <laughs> you laugh now, but I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> Charlie Haas and Roger Strong are going to be a, are going to be in a group together. And I don't know if they're going to be a, a group of them or if it's just going to be them, but it's going to be those two, and it's going to involve beer. Trust me. The not making money. this up. The... I don't know. There's not a lot of things that catch me off guard, but that caught me off guard. Okay, I'm just telling you what I. What I I'm just telling you. Okay, okay. They form a tag team over beer. All right. Camp Strong. SOBs, the sons of beer. <laughs> okay, I can I can dig that. Uh, but you know they can do stuff like Rhinos in there, and uh, Rhino is a legit world title contender. Uh, I mean, Carino and Jacobs aren't, but. They could do, you know, Jacobs with TV title that could be viable. Tag team titles, obviously. Um, but outside of Matt Hardy and Charlie Haas, you know, if you if you start doing that, if you start doing Charlie Haas and Matt Hardy, then it does become like a WWE invasion group type thing, where it's like Carino. No, it can't be Haas. Uh, Charlie Haas is he's too foul. He's fine. He's 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 by himself. He, I, I don't want to say who he reminds me of, but he's by himself <laughs> and it funny. works for him. Yeah, and it's funny. not a ripoff of of that person's gimmick, but it's just he's he's taking something. That's just he's how Texans himself. are. He's, he's being taking himself. something. He's his own. He's being himself. He's being himself, which is what the person you're referring to did. Exactly, and that's how Haas is because I've met him on a side, and that's how he is. Like he's a dick, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> He has his nice moments, but he's he's a dick. Shelton's an asshole. Yeah, Shelton but, seems like the like Charlie seems like a a guy that busts your balls. Shelton just seems like a guy that doesn't want to talk to you at all. Well, that, you hit it on the head, Lex, because <laughs> Charlie's type person where he'll do shit just to get a rise out of you, and he'll laugh and be like, "Whatever, man, come on, bring it in." This any other? Right. Where Shelton's just one like, "What the fuck do you want?" And he's like, you ask him questions, and he's waiting for you to say something so he can just kind of like just be an asshole. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he's gone. Uh, moving on, six-man mayhem match. <laughs> <laughs> six-man mayhem match. QT Marshall versus ACH versus Silas Young versus Mike Seidel versus Adam Page versus Tadarius Thomas. So, I'm looking forward to this match. Yeah, this is going to be an awesome mix. I love six-man mayhem. First Ring of Honor match I ever saw was six-man mayhem, and it actually involved Caprice Coleman. Uh, which I, I have on YouTube, so if you want to search that, go ahead and do that. But uh, oh, okay. 
Um, but yeah, it's I love this concept. Basically, what Six Man Mayhem is: two guys start in the ring, the rest are out on side, like a you know, like tag team. And you just tag in each other as you go along, and it usually just breaks down into total chaos. So this is going to be a match where we see a ton of good spots. It's going to highlight guys like ACH, Mike Sidal, and uh, Tadarius Thomas, um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But who wins out of all this? Does does uh, I mean, ACH. ACH wins with the flash kick. <laughs> ACH just got signed, by the way. You know, we haven't reported that. So that, happy about yeah, that, Lex. That was a smart move. That's one of those signings we've been calling for for half a year now, maybe. And it's just like they gotta sign ACH. They gotta sign, and it didn't happen. And we're like, oh, maybe they're just not. They're just not gonna sign him. And then all of a sudden, you see him right there, the picture with him signing the contract, and you're just like, instant boner. This guy is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Charisma. Like I told Wario, ACH gets over just walking down to the ring. Yeah. That's it. That's all he has to do. Walk down to the ring, and they're chanting ACH by the end of his entrance. So, uh, I really hope ACH wins this. But then again, I wouldn't be mad if Silas Young or Tadarius Thomas were to win either, so... Well, I'll tell you, um, and I don't want to get off on a different subject real quick. It just hit my mind that uh, Mischief is going to be the, the first uh, women's champion in Ring of Honor. It's, it's certainly looking that way. Like she's being built up that way, it seems, because she, she wins every match. And they're bringing in some some young, good talent. And that's I'm okay with that. I'm not a huge Mischief fan, but if you're going to have a first champion, make it someone that's established and, you know, has years under her belt. I'd, I, if Sarah Del Rey were available, I'd say give it to her. But Mischief is probably the next best thing. Yeah. Uh, no yeah, hold, I agree. No holds barred. Charlie Haas versus BJ Whitmer after their parking lot brawl they had at the um, Liberty Ford. <laughs> that, that, by the way, if you haven't seen that, go check that out. Charlie Haas beating the shit out of BJ Whitmer on a used car lot. Just phenomenal stuff. Liberty Ford is well known in Baltimore. And the fact that, that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was what video. I mean, Charlie Haas has just been hitting it out the park lately. Where was this guy 10 years ago? I mean, you know, did you see what he did? To, he did what, what, what Antonio, what, uh, what uh, Claudio did to, uh, <laughs> he yeah. did it to the Miz. He did it to Cheeseburger <laughs> on a guardrail, like no pads. And he did it. For what seemed like 10 minutes straight. <laughs> and I was like, this poor fucking kid. Because you're like, oh, well, it's, it's thin sheet metal. It just makes a loud sound. No, this guy was was being hit on these uh, the, the steel placeholders for the sheet metal. You know, he was being banged up over and over and over and over again. And I wonder, is this kid, um, is he a Ring of Honor student? Yes. He yes, is? his name okay. is Rondell, and he's a uh, Ring of Honor student, and... It okay. all started when he, he it all started when Charlie Haas came to the ring pissed off as usual <laughs> right. to cut a promo yeah. and Rondell was removing the streamers from the ring and Haas is like, What are you doing in my damn ring? And he's like, Yeah So the guy gets in the ring and he's like, What is your name? Never mind. You look hungry. I'm gonna call you hungry. no, I'm gonna call you like you need a cheeseburger. I'm gonna call you cheeseburger <laughs> And he proceeds to beat his ass and he's been doing it every chance he's gotten since then. Right. <laughs> I come to think of it, I remember uh Cheeseburger in uh, one of Rhett Titus's Titus TV videos that he was doing when he was at the Ring of Honor school. So that's uh, look, Cheeseburger might not ever get into a Ring of Honor ring other than this. So you know that's cool. 
He's he's too damn skinny. Too damn skinny. I they don't use him like they do. Uh, I can't see. What's it, it called? Um, even with uh, you name like Mike Seidel, Grizzly, Grizzly Redwood, ugh, and um, Andy Ridge. You know, I I can't see him <laughs> being any better than those guys. Even, I don't know, but he could he could be phenomenal. So who knows? ACH is pretty skinny too, though. So yeah. Actually. Uh, so yeah, so a CM Punk, but anyway. Well. Uh, Charlie Haas and BJ Whitmer, no holds barred. We talked about their brawl in the parking lot, but does, does Whitmer finally get his revenge after being no. thrown headfirst into a table at final battle? And uh, this is not the same BJ Whitmer that was in having those wars back in the day. I mean, he he seems more, he seems like a tame version of Char- he seems like what Charlie Haas used to be, and Charlie Haas is just phenomenal. He's the best damn heel in wrestling right now. <laughs> In 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 all of wrestling. Oh man, uh, two out of three falls. This I don't know if this is going to be the final match between these two, but uh, definitely a match where I think Elgin has to go over. Roger Strong versus Michael Elgin. Um, <laughs> Why? Because Roddy beat his ass on the last. Yeah, TV. he pinned him right in the middle of the ring. One, two, <laughs> he three. fucked him up before he pinned the blacks. He did every. He at least. It was like when you're playing a video game and you unleash. <laughs> All of your moves. It was like super combo, and he pinned them. <laughs> Juggling them in the air and shit. But uh, that's the thing, though. Like, it, I, I would assume they gave that to Roddy because he's going to lose this Saturday. You never know what ROH, though. Yeah, you never know, I guess. But, like, I'd, fuck, if they if they make Elgin lose, I don't know, man. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying this is the end of his career if they make him lose. I just hope if they make him lose to Roger Strong... At least give Roddy uh, not a title run, but you know a shot at the title at the very least. You know, make give, him look- you know, give Roddy a shot. Yeah, like if he if he be if he were to beat Elgin in this two out of three falls match, give him a title shot because that's you don't want to you don't want to hurt Elgin by by having strong lose and then just do nothing about it. You know, just do nothing with it. Well, I think they just want to get this over with so they can go ahead and give uh Elgin's getting that TV title. Yeah, more than likely. Somehow, some way. I mean, it's I, my my big picks for this in 2013 is uh Elgin and uh Elgin and uh what's his name Taven somewhere along the line being in that scene. Now, Tommaso's coming back, and I don't know Ooh, what the plan yeah. is for him. I don't know if he's just gonna be feuding for a while, but did you see you that know, video? I want to see. I, I want. I didn't get a chance to see it yet, oh, but I saw. I, watch I, it. Watch it. It's a fucking phenomenal video. Best thing Ring of Honor's ever done. Do you, do you think he could possibly uh? Go against um, challenge team when he comes back. Here's what I think, and I was thinking about this earlier. And here's what they need to do. I even thought about writing an article about this. You know, injuries suck when they happen. You know, they put someone out of action, but they also can be a blessing in disguise because you bring him back from injury, you wipe everything off the table that he, people forget that he was having. You know, okay matches with Jay Lethal. You know, and he was having a ton of them. You bring him back now, and you you make him this dominant force. Like, you make it a big deal that he's coming back. Like, holy shit, here comes the psychopath Tommaso Ciampa, and he's fucking knocking people out with the knee that he hurt. And you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say do something where it's like a bionic knee or anything like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking Dusty Rose bionic elbow here, but I mean, you have to create a monster out of Ciampa. On his return, don't even don't let him wrestle. 
just have them come out and attack people. And uh, I didn't, I don't know if they want to sew up this whole thing with uh, Prince Nana and Artie Evans or whatever. I guess he can beat the shit out of QT for, if he wants, but just come in and have him get his little revenge match from QT and then just be done with it. Because the way I see it, see, I don't know. Is he, is he, okay, is he involved with that whole gut check thing or no? I don't know. I have no idea what this gut check thing is all about. I have no clue. The, I think they're just naming wrestlers on there, whether they agree or not. It seems that way, at least. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, what they're doing with Charlie Haas right now, you know, he may wrestle and whatever, but, but the thing people are remembering most is just the stuff where he comes out and, you know, talks shit about people and beats people up. That's what they need to do with Ciampa. It, it doesn't matter if he wrestles at this point, because you need to build up to him being a, a threat. Because he, you know, he wasn't a threat to the world title when he was there before his injury. He wasn't. TV title. Because well, when but... he was doing it, yeah, but I mean, he was a. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Bring him back. I mean, like repack. Well, they already kind of repackaged him. I, I'm wondering if he's going to come back with that whole crazy gimmick, which I don't think he should. I think he's just come back kicking ass. Yeah, pissed off. Just be like really pissed off about. It doesn't even have to. You don't have to tell him people what he's pissed off about. Just bring him pissed off. I gotta happened. find the video now. Yeah, that video is, it's it's uh like it's document. We were talking about documentaries earlier. It's documentary quality. It's it's phenomenal. I, I and it's not even that much. It's just his match with Jay Lethal where he got hurt, playing over him working out. But it's 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 so effective. So I hope they play it on TV too. Uh, dream Tag Team Match, the American Wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards, versus the Forever Hooligans, Rocky Romero and Alex Kozlov. Now, when this was announced, a lot of us were like, uh, I don't remember this ever being <laughs> referred to as a dream match. But it's got some interesting uh, dynamics with Rocky Romero, obviously, former No Remorse Corps member. And uh, Rocky and, and Davey were dominant in Japan when... Davey left, and Alex took his place, basically, as their tag team. But uh, Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I would definitely not call it a dream match, because I don't think anybody dreamt about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, maybe Rocky did, but I don't think anybody else did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I think it's going to be a good match, though. Uh, all, yeah. all four of those guys are pretty talented. I think we're going to see some nice, cool spots in there, and I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, if you're going to take anything out of it, is that this match, you have low expectations because of, uh, you know, well, this isn't a dream match, but it is going to be a good match. So, uh, ROH TV title is on the line when Adam Cole defends against Matt Taven with his new manager, Truth Martini. Now, we were talking about they're building this like Taven doesn't have a fucking chance to win this title. But is this a swerve by Ring of Honor? You know what? I'm, I hope... It looks like they've been dicking Matt Hardy around since he got there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and and if this is the case, I hope it continues because I'm loving it. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, he came in and he got that win, but since then, he hasn't gotten a damn thing. I mean, he, he uh, Nigel tricked him into giving the belt back. Uh, he's, he didn't get his shot initially. Um, from I don't want to ruin this. You read the spoiler, so you know what's going to happen as far as what's going on with his the whole match thing. I mean, we already said... Uh, I mean, we kind of already said Elgin's got a TV, you know, got a TV title shot or whatever. He's in the picture, so I mean, people know by now. But anyway, uh, yeah. So he couldn't beat a group of people to get a shot, and 
I mean, I just if he loses this, it's like I think have him lose and just have him join Scum. You know, what's the purpose of having him walking around? Because see, if you have him walk around with the TV title, there's nobody, nobody's looking for that belt. I mean, there's no face that's going to go against him except for Elgin. I can't see anybody else that's Elgin seems that's, primed to do it right now. You know, I, don't get me wrong. I would love to see him. If for anything, okay, I don't want to see Cole win yet because I want to see Cole with a, a longer run with it. But if Cole's going to lose, I'm okay with Elgin destroying Matt Hardy and taking the title. Yeah, and like we were talking about, uh, Cole might be going to the WWE fairly soon. So now, do we have we heard anything about his uh tr- his trial? Not, in, I I mean he was impressive, I guess. You know that it was supposedly it was a very grueling tryout, and he was one that stuck around and. You know, because people quit, but he was one that stuck around and and got through it and everything like that. With his look, he's got charisma. We know we we saw him cut promos and PWG and and even his face stuff in Ring of Honor. I thought it's really good. His TV appearances have been really good. This guy, I don't I don't understand if he doesn't get signed. There's something in the water with WWE because there's no way a guy like this should not be signed. So. You know, as long, as much as I'd want to see him win the Ring of Honor World Title, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, no, that's the only thing is, um, you know, in the past, Ring of Honor have kind of, I mean, except with the exceptions like the Kings of Wrestling, who, but I mean, they were tag team champions, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, they usually they got people who are already up there, and uh, yeah, you know, this is kind of Cole got snatched kind of prematurely, and it's not like they sat on Cole because he. He was given a push pretty soon. I'm you telling know. you, man. Fucking Triple H is watching Ring of Honor TV on his iPad. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, you know, once I saw that CM Punk documentary and I saw where they were putting Ring of Honor footage and all this other stuff in there, I was like, there's obviously they're looking. They, yeah, they're looking. Absolutely. I mean, Generico, he, even though although he wasn't on the Ring of Honor roster at the, at that time, you know, I mean, they're looking, man, and they're, they're looking more so than ever to really get these guys from not just ROH, but PWG, Dragon Gate. They're looking to pull these people. And, uh, you know, for us that are that watch these, you know, the alternative, we just got to be ready because it's just a matter of time before somebody like Roderick Strong and, you know, some of those other people. The only people that I, I see that not going are people who, who have made up in their mind that they're not going to work that schedule. Yeah, absolutely. Guys like Davey Richards, he'll never go. Which reminds me, I want to ask you this real quick, just yeah. real quick. Um, with TNA going on the road, does that mean that their schedule changes now, or are they taping a block of shows? Because it made me wonder about somebody like AJ Styles, who, you know, never wanted to. Uh, he said he never wanted to do like WWE because of the schedule. So what I remember, they are doing. Uh, they'll do two shows wherever they go. They'll do one live and one taped. Okay. So. Should be really interesting. I might, I might actually tune in. Actually, I can't tune into TNA because I don't have cable. But I might go seek it out uh, to see how it looks in the new. Because they're going to Chicago, the first place they're going. I'll give you the link. I usually watch it the next day. Kenny King won the belt. Oh, did he? He beat RVD. Finally That's beat great. RVD. Beat him last night. Oh, nice. Good for Kenny King. Um, I mean, I mean, good. At least he's doing something while he's over yeah, there. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't. I mean. You know, he took that time off, and it's good to see him back and in wrestling and whatever. And I, he's a son of a fucking bitch for doing what he did to the tag team titles. But you know, you can't hate a guy. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hate a guy forever, though. So good for Kenny King. 
Uh, Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles, which we just spoke about, are on the line when the the Briscoes defend against Bobby the Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> Auto Parts. See, I can't even fucking say it. The Briscoes got me all crazy. Uh, tag Team Titles on the line. Uh, obviously, Fish and O'Reilly are not winning this one. No, they need to win. No, they're not. They're not going to win this one. Uh, who, who are the Briscoes going to lose the titles to? Uh, Where the fuck are the headbangers? <laughs> who are the Briscoes going to lose the titles to? Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, but it's not the right time for them to take you the are, No, 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 no. Because you are just what are the in your, gonna do? in your mind. In your, come on, let's get cut to the chase. In your mind, the Briscoes are going to lose. The next tag team champions are going to be the American Wolves. You don't going to consider anybody else. Why not? You know, the American Wolves. Because that's what you want to believe. And if it was going to happen, <laughs> it was going to happen by now. No, I, I think Fish and O'Reilly are going to win those belts, and then Davy and which comp Davy and Eddie are going to beat them for the belts. I'm not saying it's and impossible. I, you know, Fish and O'Reilly could win the belts, but I think what they're going to do is have the Wolves win the belts, and then O'Reilly and Fish go after the Wolves for the titles, and then eventually beat the Wolves. So, uh, 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 they're going to beat them. They're going to beat them at the anniversary show, and then at Glory by uh, no, they got that one in Canada. I don't know what's going to happen. Remember last year, we didn't see that coming in Canada when they when Briscoes lost the belts. We didn't see that happening. But yeah, but that was probably the worst fucking, not the worst match. Well, it might have been the worst match too. Uh, but the worst uh, ending to a match in Ring of Honor since I've been watching it. With the fucking hairspray or whatever it is. And real quick, a third, quick 10-second uh, rant. What the hell is up with ROH doing fucking talk show segments? Never do that shit again, please. Talk show segment? What are you talking about? Truth Martini did some damn show, and he bought out... I forget who it was. Paul Jordan was there. Oh, oh, oh I know what you're... Uh, you're talking about the live... Hoopla. Yeah, we don't need that shit. Not in ROH. It's, don't it's, even start yeah, that. It's you know, it's it's fine. No lex. Now that's fine. that's 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 a gateway. That's how it starts. They used to do that all the time though in Ring of Honor. They used to bring someone out like the, when they had um, uh, fucking whatever his name is, uh, Larry Sweeney. When they when he had his group, they would do they would come out and they would do a talking thing and you know get heat and whatever. You know, it's 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 okay if it's just one or two per event, but if you start doing like one after one before after every match, then it's like out of hand. Like WWE, that's what they'll do. They'll do a match and then they'll do a segment. They'll do a match and then they'll do a segment, or they'll do segment, 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 match. You know, but I don't know. Truth is a pretty entertaining guy, so I'm okay with it. Okay, well. <laughs> You're fucking mad about that. <laughs> oh man, you are mad about that. Uh, ROH World Title is on the line as Kevin Steen defi- uh, defends against Jay Lethal, and uh, there's a good possibility Lethal could win this one. The only way I'll be okay with Lethal winning, and and I'm a I, I like Jay Lethal. I like them. You know, I, I, he's a he's a cool guy. Jay Lethal is a real nice guy. You know, I talked to him, took a picture. He's he's nice. I follow him since uh. Since uh, TNA, really, I didn't know him before then, mm-hmm. but um, I I want to see him get get a world title. I'm okay if he wins, but I don't. I think if he keeps that belt for long, people are going to turn on him. So I just feel like he should win, and then when they have their pay per view in Canada, Steen should get it back. If he's going to win, this is a good place for him to win. 
Yeah, uh, definitely not New York. Yeah. And definitely <laughs> not. I mean, he should win and then lose it in Canada. It, well, Steen is from Canada, so I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know that that he, it seems like they turn on him pretty, pretty quickly, on lethal. I, I Chicago is the perfect place to do it if you're going to do it, because they're going to react favorably for lethal, especially because last time they were there was Death Before Dishonor, and it was when Lethal ended uh, Homicide with that fucking DDT. Uh, the dangerous DDT that he has. And that was the first time he pulled it out and everything. And that's kind of where he got, you know, that's where he started his attitude thing. That shit was awesome, and he only did it once since then. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucking gunshot. And it's just, <laughs> I and can't it's, find a clip of it anyway. I've been trying to show people. <laughs> it's just done after that, so... Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know if Lethal will win for sure, but uh, if they're going to do it, now is the time to do it. So if they don't do it, I don't see Lethal winning the title anytime down the line. But um, the promo he cut, it, not on TV. Uh, Damn! That I'm sorry I'm going to cut you off, but I was watching that Tommaso documentary where he came out of that turnbuckle and just hit that dude in the face <laughs> with that kick. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sorry, Lex. I did not mean to cut you off, but <laughs> I did not see that cut. I, I forgot about that happening. He just, oh my God, Tommaso was beast. Yeah, that that uh, that video is awesome too. It just it did totally get you hyped up for Champa coming back. So good job, Ring of Honor. Uh, but uh, as far as as uh, Lethal and Steen, you know, I don't think it's the right time to do it to to take the title off Steen. You know, he has a good run going right now. Um. Let's see. He's two way, he's two months away from being a year as champion, I believe. Because he won it at uh, he won it at Border Wars, right? Think he'll be CM Punk's record? No, probably not. It don't matter because um, nobody's gonna beat Joe's record. Oh fuck no! Good <laughs> I, in fact, I was reading an article where it was breaking down how long, how much longer each champion has to hold their titles to, you know, defeat this record and that record. And Joe's title reign is like I, I, I wasn't there. Like I wasn't watching it as it happened, so I don't believe it. I don't believe it happened. There's no way a guy could hold the title that long. Not only that, but have the defenses that Samoa Joe had. You know, I know, I, I double know. A, but double you know a, what? That was a different Joe, though. Well, I was just about to say, Double A makes fun of Samoa Joe all the time. If he actually watched a lot of those matches that he had and understood how long he... And he was having 60-minute Broadway matches with CM Punk with that title. That's the thing. He had matches with Punk. He had mat- that match with uh, what, Kenta Kabai. I mean, he, he had some matches. It's a different Joe, and... I think the only one who he was what six was he six forty five and then Nigel was like five forty five. It's something ridiculous like that. It's Nigel had the belt for a while, but I think when Nigel had, I see. I don't know. I gotta I gotta look back at it. That's when I really first started. I didn't hear about ROH when Joe was there. I heard about ROH when Nigel was was champion. Yeah, and I've I've said my awareness with Ring of Honor a lot. It's it's it. Basically, it was CM Punk in 2004. That's when I first heard about it. And, you know, Samoa Joe was a guy that I first saw in TNA. And then I had to go back and watch all those matches. And actually, the first title match that I saw from ROH was Samoa Joe versus CM Punk uh, 2 at the World Title Classic, where they went 60 minutes. And it's just... Like, I couldn't believe it. It blew my mind. Like, I'd, I'd seen the, the Iron Man match between Brett and Sean and everything like that, and that was all well and good. And 
Then you see this match, and they're like, holy shit, they're, they're beating the shit out of each other for 60 minutes. You know, it's not rest hold after rest hold like uh, Sean and Brett was. And I love the Sean and Brett match, but they're literally kicking the shit out of each other in this match. That Sean and Brett match was so fucking overrated to me. I'm sorry. I, you know what? I, when I first watched it, it was the whole thing of they're going to wrestle an hour because they advertised it that way. Not realizing that I had watched so many hour-long matches before. It was just a fact of... I, I mean, I'll put it this way. You can watch it once or twice, but that's not something you're going to sit through and watch over yeah. and over yeah. again. I mean, it's just... It's don't, good. I'm not I like saying it was it. terrible, yeah. but I just think that it was... It's good. I like it, but... Uh, it, it I does wish get I... Hyped maybe before. if they had pinfalls in it. <laughs> that would, I mean, come on. If they, maybe if they ex- actually exchanged some pinfalls, and then the way that it all happened, it was just so rushed at the end. It was just... Ah, I don't know. Okay, so here's the, here's the stats on Joe. All right. He held the title for 645 days. He had 29 successful defenses. Uh, Nigel held the belt for 545 days, so you're right. He had 38 defenses in that time. But the most impressive to me, Brian Danielson, 462 days, 38 defenses. So he held it for 100, 100 days less than Nigel and had the same amount of defenses. How many defenses total did he have? 38. Now, how many, have Steen, how many defenses has Steen had? Kevin Steen has had 16 defenses. And he's had the... Uh, he's had the belt... Uh, I, this is a Wikipedia article, so I don't know if this is up to date, but this says 286. So, at the rate he's going, he'll pass... He'll pass Nigel. I mean, he's defended more. See, but, uh, I mean, that's because ROH is... See, back then, ROH wasn't, wasn't running shows like they are now, right? No. Uh, they didn't have the quite the backing that they have now. And he could, they have TV now, so he can defend the belt on TV, which he has a couple times. So, uh, and of course, anybody keeping score at home, the only two-time ROH World Champion is Austin Aries. Weld the belt for 419 days and 29 defenses. Same as Joe. So, um, yeah, this is uh, this has been fun. Thank you for uh, joining us for this awesome pre-show. And uh, I will be watching this event live tomorrow night. So if you want to get with me on the um, Facebook page, we can do a chat. I'm probably going to hop on later and give my thoughts, and then we'll do a ringside report. Uh, re- you know, to, uh, reviewing it later on so i don't know when though but uh we gotta we gotta split so thank you very much for listening to us until next time for lee i am lex good night folks papers yeah i'll just send you a message skype yeah, crashed yeah, skype crashed for me too i think it was because i was messing around with my video settings and everything like oh because uh, i i just found my old webcam and i was like holy shit you know maybe we can do something like a you ever see a, one of those google hangouts uh, is, is that the one with the split screen and has like two people talking and they have a? Yeah, you can like stream it over YouTube and stuff like that, and you oh, yeah, can switch yeah. the camera around and everything like that. So I was thinking like maybe we can do that for one of the shows or whatever, you know. So. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. So people can actually see our faces and stuff like that, because because <laughs> you didn't see me. Yeah, I mean you saw pictures of me and everything, but you didn't see me until that video I posted last week, and it was like, you know. 
don't think a lot of people have seen me outside of that. Video. I've seen a picture and I've heard a voice, but I've never seen like <laughs> mannerisms and stuff connected to. It. Right. Exactly. And it was like the. Uh, I can see how serious and how particular you can be about certain things because like you were going over your videos, like your your video games, <laughs> and it was just like. You have a system and you have a setup and you want things a certain way. Like, <laughs> like I was like, I wonder if he's one of those guys where like somebody go over, they can't touch his stuff. <laughs> that's the thing like, though. You can like, look at it, but don't touch. Like, like I see you holding up a game or something or something that's dear to you, and one of your friends reaching out for it, and you like moving him back away from him. <laughs> like, it depends on how uh, how close I know the person. But like, I'm not particular like that. I've had friends that are like that. That. Like, they have everything set up like a shrine in their house. Like, I, one of my friends that I used to hang out with a lot, he, he's, you know, comic book guy and everything like that, and he has them all in the sleeves hanging up on the wall and all these action figures hanging up on the wall and everything. And, like, if I were to touch that, he would get uncomfortable. I'm not, I'm not like that. But I, I tell you this, I don't like to be unprepared. Like, if I'm moving a video you. or yeah. anything, like I don't, I don't want to be – if I, we're doing a podcast, I don't like to be sitting there – trying to go off memory because my memory sucks ass. Terrible no, memory. You. I mean, but sometimes the spontaneity in it, it, you could be surprised what you can get from that. But I, I'll say, I can understand kind of what the comic says. You know, comic books, I, I, it's like, uh, the, with comic books, it's, the story is just amazing when you look at what can actually be, from an outsider, a comic is a comic book something the most foolish thing, and I can understand that. <laughs> from an outsider, I mean, they just, they're foolish, but when you look at the time and the effort and the emotion and the, that goes into these story and the connection you get with these characters, right. it's like and like don't get me wrong, like video games for example. The only reason why I don't deem it foolish <laughs> is because I used to be a gamer. Yeah. But I was a gamer from a different generation, and like the way games run now, I can't wrap my mind around it. I don't <laughs> dismiss it and send it off as something foolish, but I just can't really understand it. It's like. I'm used to getting a game and you try your best and you beat these levels, some that seem impossible. But now it's so much put into it. Like, you know, and my son can do run circles around me in some of these games now. It's like the hours that you put into it and you have to unlock all this stuff and some stuff has to be bought. It's, it's just so complex and I like things simple and I just run from yeah, complexities and stuff like that because it it makes me nervous to get around that stuff that's just is so much to it. They're I just can't be get, bothered. Yeah, they're only going to get more complicated too. And uh, EA has actually said that they're going to try to work microtransactions into every single game they they put out. So like you buy little things for a dollar or whatever. And it helps. I mean, it's too many buttons. I won't even play the ones on my cell phone. <laughs> my son's got this book called the Guinness Book of World Records, the Gamers Edition. Yeah. And he's taking me through all this, and I'm looking at all these characters and these games and all this stuff, and I'm like, I got a headache. He's like, Dad, you can read it. He said, just go ahead. You can borrow it. Just go ahead and read it and tell me what you think. And I'm like, uh, we'll look at it together. And I really don't want to look at it because right. It's, right. it's so complex. You you like a, a an A button, a B button, a start, a select, and a D-pad, right? You know, as as far as I would go, is like a Super Nintendo controller. Okay, okay, that's a bit. You know, I mean, maybe two on top is fine, but I look at it now, it's like they got a trigger, and then they got an yeah, L, yeah. A R, a B, a Q, a Y, a Z button, and I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? It's crazy. The Nintendo 64 controller, especially, because I had the Z button, the joystick, the D pad. It had the four face button. No, it had the two face buttons, and then it had the four camera buttons on it, and then it had the two on top. And then it looked like a, you know, kind of like a boomerang with an extra piece sticking out. It's just, 
weird. I, I couldn't do that controller, so I feel I feel you on that at least. Yeah, the sixty four one was the last system I got, and that's why I probably <laughs> that, because that it was just it was it was too much. Super to go from to, uh, Super Nintendo to that was 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 too much. It was it was that, way too much. Like and um, I understand what they were trying to do, but I think it was a little bit too much at once. And I see why they give you that stuff in small doses. But you know, like now. You know, my son, he has the Wii, and I'm like, well, which one do you use? Do you, do you play using the controller, or do you play, you know, looking at the screen? He's like, oh, it all depends on how I feel. Sometimes I look at this, sometimes I look at that, and I'm like, whatever. Yeah, the Wii is another one of those complicated things, because they, um, they have literally three con- three different controllers. You know, they have the wand, then they have the, the nunchuck, which you stick into the wand, and then they have the classic controller, which is just like a Super Nintendo controller that you can use for only some games. And Don't about that Wii U he's got too. He's got the Wii and the Wii U, and he oh, got that he? big one. <laughs> and I'm like the tablet screen. Controller. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I'm like you're playing with a tablet. Yeah, exactly. That's the way they wanted it to go. Uh, that's what I like about PlayStation, though. They've kept the same controller essentially from the PlayStation One, you know, back in the mid '90s. So. See, that's the thing. Like, I like. Uh, I, I was looking in this book, and I saw the the picture of the PlayStation Vista, Vista is or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, Vita, and I'm like, that seems like a nice, you know, simple. Even that hand, though, you know? <laughs> even that though, it's like, it's got, uh, you've got a touch screen on the back of the controller. It's, it's like, it's weird. It's like this touch pad actually. So when you're holding this Vita, you can actually go with like your middle finger and like brush the back of the thing, and you're like controlling the screen with that. And it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. the DS is probably the most, you know, calm. Uh, yeah, he's got a DS and a 3DS, and then yeah. he's. I mean, the thing is, like, I've, I saw one, and but that's sort of price of it. And then on top of that, I mean, I was like, do I want to give Sony any more of my money? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for the PS4. It's gonna be I see. Fast. I've seen your post. Oh man, it's gonna have this this button on it where you can share stuff. So you put the, you push the share button, you'll automatically upload videos and screenshots and show, so my Facebook is just gonna be littered with games 